It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. For the 15 years that I have been at Fellowship Baptist Church, where I'm the pastor, um, I can look at 11 o'clock over in the baptistry area of the church and the seats near there, and there's a man named John who sits there. He sits there every Sunday morning. Um, when I don't see John, that's such a rare thing. You see, John became a follower of Jesus Christ through the testimony and word of a member of our church over 15 years ago before I was even the pastor. And in response to his faith, there is just such a consistency and a reliability that if he's not there, I wonder what is wrong. I think consistency is such a great attribute of the Lord. You know, there's things in life that we just depend on. When I get up in the morning, I don't wonder if I'm going to breathe air. I just know the air is going to be there because the air has always been there. In God's laws and ways, there's just consistencies in our environment and universe that we don't even have to think about because we just know that they are going to be there. In Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas are going to run into some of this consistency. Now, remember, Paul is on his second missionary journey, and he's going back through the towns and the villages where he and Barnabas had preached in the first missionary journey. And in chapter 15, verse 36, he said the purpose was to see how the believers were doing that had come to faith in Christ during that first journey. Well, while they were on this journey in Asia Minor, modern-day Turkey, the Spirit of God led them to go to the city of Philippi. Now, to get to Philippi, they had to get on a ship. They had to cross the Aegean Sea. And a little background information here, in this journey, this was the first time the gospel made its way into Europe. Philippi was a major city in the country of Greece. Now, while they were there, they came into the city and Paul's custom was to find a synagogue somewhere and he would gather on the Sabbath day with the Jews that were there and then he would preach Jesus to them and showing them that Jesus was the fulfillment of all the Old Testament prophecies about the Messiah. Usually from there, others who were not Jews would hear the message and they would come to Christ too. Well, this was Paul's custom. But when Paul got to Philippi, there was no synagogue within the city limits. Now, what custom tells us is that would mean there was not enough leaders of Jewish families. I think you had to have 10 leaders of 10 Jewish families in order to form a synagogue. Since there was no synagogue, we can assume that there was not a large number of Jews here in Philippi. But what the Bible tells us when they were there, verse 13 in Acts chapter 16 says, And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was known to be made. And we sat down and we spoke to the women which came together there. Now, in this story, there was a lady there. Her name was Lydia. She was a businesswoman. The Bible says she was from Thyatira, a city in Asia Minor. Says she was a seller of purple and fine linen. Well, through Paul going there and their testimony, this lady, Lydia, 
became a follower, became a believer in Jesus Christ. A couple of things. It was the Sabbath day. And what does Paul and the others do on the Sabbath day? They find a group of Jewish believers coming together, Jewish people, so that they can share Jesus Christ with them. Now, it says it was the Sabbath day, and they said they had to go out of the city. That's how we know there was no synagogue in the city, because they had to go outside of the city trying to find a gathering of Jews. And it says they went by this river. And why did they go there? It's because prayer was known to be made there. In other words, these women that went to this river and prayed and gathered together, assembled every Sabbath day, were so consistent that they were known to do this. What they did had become an expected thing. And uh, that word known means something that is thought of, something that is supposed, something that is considered to be an established custom. You see, People knew the consistency of these women who gathered for prayer every Sabbath day. Now, maybe they weren't out there when there was storming weather, you know, because they weren't in a building. They were by the riverside. Um, you know, sometimes people do have to get their ox out of the ditch, so to speak. And there's things that can disrupt our normalcy. But the point is disruption was not their normalcy. Gathering together was their normalcy. It was just known of them. They were consistent in what they were doing. And so Paul and the others went there expecting to find a gathering of Jews um, sitting there seeking God. You know, consistency is, as I said, one of the great attributes of the Lord. And it's something that every one of us who claim to be followers of Jesus Christ should seek to emulate in our lives. So the question I thought when I read this what are the knowns in my life? What are the knowns in your life? What are the things in your life that are so consistent that they're just knowns? If you're a parent, your kids just know this is something you're going to do for Jesus. Man, if you're a neighbor, this is just something they are going to know about you. The people that you work with, the people in your lives, what are the knowns in our lives? What are the things in our walk with the Lord that are so consistent that people expect to see them? Now, maybe your life is full of inconsistency. Maybe people don't know what you're going to do one day to the next or one week to the next. Man, this week you love Jesus, you're praising Jesus, and next week you have nothing to do with Jesus. Maybe you have a life of inconsistency, but that was not the case. And these women that gathered, they weren't even believers in Christ yet. This was just their custom as faithful Jews. So how much more is it important in the life of a follower of Jesus Christ to emulate the characteristic of God's consistency by the consistency in our own lives? You know, it's been said that as followers of Jesus Christ, we may be the only Bible that some people ever read. And your life may be the only thing they ever see. We have a neighbor who is a faithful member of our church and has been for several years now. And children have come to faith in Christ and just know and love them. But do you know we lived across the street from them for over 10 years before they really responded to the invitation to come and be a part of what was going on? over 10 years. Now, I'm thankful that during those 10 years, God allowed us to be 
consistent in our walk with the Lord. He allowed us to be consistent in our behaviors and our habits of our Christian life. Now, not perfection, but consistency. And because of that consistency, one day after 10 years, finally said, okay, we're going. And you know what? Have never stopped going since over the last four years. You see, God desires for us to be consistent. So what is the word for the day? Well, the word for the day is this, simple, right? Be consistent. Live for the Lord today in such a way that people can see that you really believe what you are saying to them. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.